This podcast is being recorded with the purpose of having fun. We're not politically correct. We swear like sailors, and we're going to say some shit you just may not want to hear. If your feelings get hurt or you get offended, that's 100% your problem, definitely not ours. You've been warned, so let's get it. The gravy train. Negative Nancy. Don't Don't call Steve. I mean, go us both ways. Olong Johnson. Yeah, Bills by Billy. Hey, how are you? And welcome back to the old two podcast. This one is a bit different this week, fellas. Um, I think Randy just shit himself, so we're gonna start. <laughs> shit, I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do a special thing this week. We're gonna split our pod into two different sections um, because this week and next week are big weeks for us wrestling dudes here. Um, we're very excited. It's the NCAA uh, finals tournament of champion Gatorade duels of the world. Coming up, that's not even close to being Afton true. Afton Quad Wrangler. Afton Quad Wrangler. But it's a big weekend for us wrestlers. Um, so we're going to do one specifically on wrestling. That's what this is. And then we're going to do, we're going to record one right after this, um, which is going to be our typical bullshit and other sports kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, Rabes. Yeah. You're our you're our wrestling guy. Tell us tell us what we're gonna do here. Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, we had just had Big Tens; those were crazy. Um, lots of surprises there. I don't know that anybody would have guessed that Michigan would have won that. For sure, that was definitely well. You you predicted Iowa. I think maybe you wanted Iowa. I said Penn State. You guys each told each other a beer. Yeah, we 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 did at a gentleman's agreement of a beer and. Uh, we're just going to have to buy each other a beer. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, I my pick was I looked at the seeds, and I really thought Iowa had a chance of winning the Big Tens. They tend to perform there. Penn State tends to perform better at NCAAs. They shine there. And I thought it was going to be Iowa Big Tens, Penn State at Nationals, and Michigan just comes in out of nowhere and fucks it all up. Good for them. Yeah, I like that. I like that new perspective this this year. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming at all, man. Like, I usually see everything coming, but uh, <laughs> yep, yeah. I really was. I didn't think they would hold on. You know, I thought it was like an early run or something, and uh, you know, Penn State it would come roaring back. Which I think they came back within two or something. Yeah, it was like two points. But uh, speaking of how that shit played out and how Iowa finished third, it was kind of crazy how they were just sitting their guys down for med forfeits in the finals. Well. That was I was actually going to talk about that. That was on my agenda. So there was a lot of people like that. So um, it seemed like everybody was just getting their guy good enough to be in the top six where they knew those guaranteed places were, mm-hmm. because uh, you know Seabass did that as well. Yeah. So Seabass did it in the in the semis uh, to Ironman, and uh, I think you know I think everybody, no offense, is probably being a little bit of a push. There was a yeah. hint that Ironman had an ACL issue, um, but you know he med forfeited out. Uh, there was a lot of them that happened like that, and and it kind of takes it back to. Uh, you know, look at these records. I know it's a COVID year, but even before COVID, people are only wrestling like 10, 15 matches a year now, maybe 20 max. Or back in the day, you look at, uh, 
You know, you look at uh, Kale Sanderson. He was like 180 and 0. That was like 45 matches a year. You right. know, and and the game has changed, and I think it's just kind of fucking lame. I so, thought Seabass actually got hurt because he got out so early. Yeah, that I didn't was, know he actually forfeited straight through. Right, he he got to where he knew he qualified in in the position that I think he saw good for good enough for him. And yeah, but my my question is is this could be up for debate. Do you agree with that? I mean, I, my my opinion of it is, and I understand the the want to, uh, you know, not wrestle somebody or save yourself for the national tournament, make sure you're healthy or whatever. But is that the point? Like, shouldn't don't you think rest? You should wrestle all the way through. I I, I mean, I I don't really know. I don't know what the best is, but it's just my thought on it. I'm 69 years old. I'm old school. You know, I wrestled college and I, you know, out in the state of Iowa. And I, I just believe in, I was born and raised to wrestle 40 and 50 matches a year in college. I know that every, you know, the guys that wrestled at this table are used to wrestling a couple, uh, ton of matches at all the dual meets and quadrangulars and team mm-hmm. tournaments and everything like that. It's not uncommon to wrestle your max in a day. Right. Um, and you build up big records. I, I, see value in those matches happening because even when I lost my matches, I never lost to any, I never really lost to anybody twice. You might get me once. You're not getting me again. Once I beat you, I'm owning you forever after that. So, but here's my question, I guess. Um, the, the weird thing that I, I struggle with here is um, what what's there to lose in those matches, right? Like I, I'm, I'm trying to gain perspective here of if they wrestled completely through, because there was a couple like two seeds that that forfeited to a one seed, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like uh, Cassiope oh, guess, did in the finals, which I understand that you're probably going to get decked by so Gable. Obviously, but. it affects rankings somehow. You know, you take another loss, but you still take a loss technically if you met forfeit, right? Yeah. And, so, so is that the case? Do you take a loss on your record? You know, I think that there was a situation when I was looking through the brackets earlier, and that's where I saw the motivation um, with some of these guys. And that might have been a Seabass thing with... Uh, I think Kyle said you don't, and that's why people are doing okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense, because that that's where I was confused. So it, there is something to gain if, out of it. If that is the take, though, they need to change that. Yeah, because... Sure. You should take a loss yeah. if you're many for... I guess if it's like a legit medical forfeit, well, but it's hard to tell, I, I suppose, so that's a fine line. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't like the fact that you wouldn't take a loss because I think in high school you take a loss if you medical forfeit. Yep. I just want to check in with uh, Ryan. How you doing over there? Yeah, Ryan does watching, looking at deer pictures, drinking beer, thinking about dick. Any fucking feet thoughts? I hate him still. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's taking a little nap before our, uh, our other pod here. Because Ryan's not a big... So what's, what's the bigger... So let me ask you this. What's the bigger scumbag move? Being the person that med forfeits out or the person that goes 20-0 and 0 by wrestling all the freaking easy scheduled tournaments and avoids anything that remotely might put a one on that L column? Well, it's all numbers are numbers. Well, let me ask you, Ryan, yeah. on that. What do you think? I don't know, dude. I think I can beat that 20 over. Randy. Sorry, <laughs> the mics are turned up. Yeah, we turned up the mics because I kept getting told that our our shit is a little. Uh, you just want me to not, not fucking make gin and taps? No, you can make gin uh, and taps all you want, bud. Sorry, bud. This drinks beer like a normal. Man. So, uh, 
No, that's a that's a valid question because that I think is uh, an issue in the seating uh, this year, which I'm sure we're going to get into because you got a guy that's 20 and 0 but wrestled a bunch of schmoskies, and I shouldn't say schmoskies because they're still you know you know D1 guys. But here's my opinion from a non wrestler: the 20 and 0 guy wrestling a bunch of schmucks like myself. I don't have as much respect for as a guy. That I mean, in the end, he doesn't really control that shit, you know? So right. the way, you know, our high school pioneer always approached shit is we were like, fuck it, let's go try and get some wins against some good guys early on. You know, hiding out really ain't going to help you. Right. Like, cool, man, you enjoy that 20-0 record because when you get You're the fucking, spoiled. when you get the nationals and you get cock slapped and fucking don't even podium, what the hell does it mean? Exactly. And, I, and that's that's a perspective thing, too, because like you said, at Pioneer, um, that was the mindset is we're going to wrestle the best of the best. Even if we get our dick slapped in, it's going to teach us, you know, and, and humble us in the same way. And, you know, it makes you want to work even harder or it makes the weak quit and you, you, you get the strongest out of it. So I think if you believe in yourself, I think back to two scenarios where they traded back and forth. And I know there was one last year. Um, and that was with the 174 with Kemmerer, where it went back and forth. Kem won Big Tens and lost at NCAAs. Yep. But I think about, you know, what is it, two, three years ago when it was Seabass and uh, Spencer Lee, and Spencer Lee was coming off his rough patch. Yep. He went through, wrestled in, lost in Big Ten finals, came back, you know, doubted him, and he whooped ass NCAAs. I think Vincenzo Joseph did that shit too, didn't he? He did it with the bull. Lost yep, they it. traded. Yeah. Yep. So I, if you believe in yourself, I think you've got to wrestle those matches. But well, yeah, and if, when it's all said and done, the best is gonna, you know, the truth will out. Uh, I mean, in order to win that tournament, you got to beat the dude in front of you, and that's just the way it is. I'll so beat you right now. I hope so. But dick. so let's talk about rules. Let's move on. Um, so tournament rules came out last night, and uh, they were shared to the Facebook page. So uh, I'd like to get some more entrants, and that can go to you can send your entries to two podcast sixty nine at gmail dot com. So um, the way it works is basically you have ten picks. You want with those ten picks for each person to outperform their seed. You can only pick one person at each weight class. And uh, the only exception of that was seventh seed. You're going to have two of those. So what we did there was we randomly, I actually called coach and say, pick me a number one through eight. He said seven right away, so that's how I got that number. He always picks seven. seven. Actually, no, he usually picks two. Gets you with that shit. But uh, bottom line is, there it is. And, uh, you know, last year we had, I don't know, like eight entrants in there. Um, and unfortunately, Kyle won. Yeah, fuck you, Kyle. Kyle won was 72, and he won by a long shot. And even we put the Kyle, this the whole purpose of these rules right here were so Kyle wouldn't pick first and second seed. That was the Kyle Collin rule. And the guy still won, so I do give him credit for that. And then it was uh, next was second place was a me, and then it was Ricky, Randy, uh, Coach, Tyler, Zach, and then Trey. And yeah. the rock fucking bottom. The Wiedemans definitely brought up the rear on that one. Kind of sucks, but so look, this year is going to be different. Ricky Ticky Tabby. It is. And, the, and the hardest part about this with the picks, and you guys know this, is once you pick a guy at one weight, you see somebody more attractive at a different weight, and you're just going to change it. It is going to fucking mind fuck you. And uh, shout out to uh, Johnny Rockets out in California, who is uh, 
learning the pain of this bracket. So I made sure to share this on my Facebook page with Johnny Bananas, my college buddies. It is it is very tough to to fill in and have to pick certain seeds. But uh, we were speaking to Ricky a minute ago, and I just wanted to shout out. Happy birthday, Ricky. Happy birthday, birthday Ricky. When was Ricky born? What year? 1969. Ooh, Ricky. What else do you know about Ricky? Um, this guy, nice cock. <laughs> Who would you like to wrestle? Uh, I would wrestle Ricky. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about. Oh, yeah, Ricky, for your birthday, you got to uh, wrestle. Can I say son-in-law? Sure. <laughs> Damn, they hear me. Yeah, we heard you. Your baby son-in-law. All right, we get in it. In the future, we I just want to see you wrestle a younger guy. <laughs> All right, back to what we were talking about. Happy, ber- happy birthday, old fuck. <laughs> so, sorry, rapes. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of wrestling, but none of us here want to give us an advantage to the other. So we're gonna speak in a little bit of generalities. We're not gonna go through it weight by weight because uh, I want to win. So fuck you guys. And uh, we're going to just talk some generalization stuff. So, obviously, the seed criteria sucks. Um, so, Zach, yep. who do you think was screwed the fucking most on their seed? So, we talked about this in uh, our group chat last night. Um, Did we? What the fuck was I doing? Two nights ago. It probably was two yeah. nights ago when the seeds came out, right? I've been really bad in the group chat. Lately. I've been just getting fucking weird. I like that so, naked picture of you today. Oh, I did send you guys a fucking ass shot laying in my bed. It was nice. What do you think? I like the little peach there, buddy. Yeah, I wanted peach, to hide my ass crack a little, dude. I'd clap that. Um, so the Penn State, uh, he took 16th seed, which he shouldn't be 16th seed. Um, which weight? Berg. That is, I'm trying to find the weight here. What well, weight is old Berg and Meister? Isn't he like 57 or 65? So. Okay, he's in there somewhere. But anyway, so... Um, I figured he would be in the top 10 at least, uh, and then Coach Edwards enlightened me that he actually beat the guy that's nine seed in the Big Tens <laughs> twice, but somehow gets the 16 seed. To me, that's just, I don't understand it. And obviously there's some criteria for win-loss percentage maybe, or like some bullshit, other, other stuff, but my, my opinion is, um... First and foremost is Wrestleoff. If you beat a dude, you have criteria over him. I just I think that's the way it should go, especially if you beat a dude twice. I would like to see the criteria for these, and maybe I'm not educated enough to know what those are at NCAA's, but people are definitely playing the system. That is for sure. Yeah. So um, one of the guys that I kind of thought got hosed a little bit was um, at 133, we've got Austin DeSanto, number five. You know, at first I was very passionate about this, and and, uh, I'm like, man, he got screwed. But I'm a big believer that, you know, you're going to have to wrestle a good tournament. The cream has to rise to the top. You're going to have to beat everybody, be prepared to beat everybody in that bracket to win. And then, you know, when you look at it, who he's got to face, he's already faced number one. And he's faced number two this year. He's lost to both of them. I think I believe he's lost to Roman twice, and he's lost to uh, Fix once. So, anyways, Rabes, how you were saying uh, DeSanto with the five? Um, what happened when he he wrestled Fix? It, they were all three of his losses were close matches, one to two points, I believe. 
I didn't get a chance to watch the Big Tens as much as I wanted to because I was traveling on business, but it wasn't it wasn't a huge spread. So I, I have some info on the, the Big Ten one because we were at uh, a banquet at Elio de Palos for Kyle's bitch ass to go in the Western New York Hall of Fame for being a fucking bitch. But anyways, um, Edwards came over and he's like, oh man, did you see what just happened? He's like, DeSanto just lost in the last 20 seconds one-to-one because he got in a danger position. You know, newer rule. Ah. You're back on your feet. You're in fucking danger. So yeah. the way I look at it, it's very hard to beat someone twice, not to mention three times. So that puts him in two close matches with Bravo Young. Uh, fuck, I'm giving away all the information for the, the thing. but Keep talking. I, yeah. think, I think he's got a, you know, a better shot being on the top of the bracket is all I'm saying. Yeah, and I thought about that too. Either way, he's going to have to beat somebody who hasn't beaten before. So, you know, mentally he's usually pretty tough. I want to see him ride to the semis and do a yep. good job. What's your favorite name on here, Brad? Oh, God. Um, Vito Arugia. We'll, we'll give you a minute to think about that. All right, let's go Just to 33. Go, go. So, uh, but I, I want to I go off the DeSanto thing because I, I, I know I think it's a dirty draw for him. He may sh- he he should be a little bit higher, but I think it's going to work out in his favor. That's- My favorite name is Greg Harvey at 184. Sounds like a porn name. Harvey Wallbanger. <laughs> oh. So Randy, in this tournament, is there anybody that you're just completely pulling for that you're rooting for? <laughs> Zach, say it on yeah. three. One, two, three. Bullzack. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I really? haven't found him on the brackets yet. Like he's in whatever one uh Duprez is in. What is that? Eighty four. That's gonna be ninety seven, I think. Okay, so that's why I couldn't find it. I didn't go past eighty four. Careful with your paper. But um, what do you think of Bullzak's uh, right? I, name. Do you see it in there? He's number fourteen seed at one ninety seven. I'll tell you what. I'm calling it out now. An eighty four. Bullzak's gonna be my unseated guy. That cocksucker's getting on the podium. I like hey, it. I'll do a gentleman's bet. <laughs> what do you got for me? Name the rules, Yeah, buddy. what are the rules? What's the bet, fuckface? You don't have a fucking bet? You just <laughs> talking? Goes, I want to bet. Do you recall? I don't know. I was just I asking. I can Google it's... it. Hold on. No Googling for you, fuckface. No, face. you can Google it. Go ahead. I want to say it was Fredonia. But Last time you fuck. Oh. oh. Yeah, I think it was Fredonia. Yeah, because they get a little brother, too. Dakota Gardner? Oh, maybe yeah, I'm thinking. Of, thinking I'm thinking one. of a wrong guy. Yeah. yeah, that's a pair of brothers that you're thinking of. I think. But Dakota Gear is somebody that I also know. I think Man, I just feel like you're Sebastian in <laughs> the fuck out of us right now. No, I'm not. Not right now. Somebody is fucking stanky. So, um, is there anybody that you think is absolutely positioned to, you know, dark horse outperform their seed big time, major upsets? I want to see Ironman fucking not make the final. Just gonna throw that out there. Interesting. Fuck him. I like that that take. I don't like the stupid forfeits. Well, he's going against Whoa. somebody who did the stupid forfeit. Right, Mike Van Brill. Mike Van Lu. Mike Van Lu. No, I'm just fucking. I got a cousin. Yo, this Tariq Wilson at two though. He's fucked because of Yanni, but I've always liked that dude. I feel like he's been around forever. Well, that was his freshman year where he wrestled his balls off. Yeah, he was unseated and he goes like third, and he's just like wrestling like a uh, an animal. So I'm going to root for. Um, I was out there in Colorado Springs last week. <laughs> 
I didn't get a chance to visit with him, but the Air Force heavyweight who is at number five, and he still goes into there being the um, the most dominant guy out there in Division One. I. I mean, he's ranked good. I don't know the competition he's gone at, but I'm just rooting for my buddy who's coaching, who that might be his first D1 All-American that he coaches this year, and that so, would be good to see. You're not going to believe this. But there's a fucking fine silver at 149. <laughs> we talked about how there's like fucking five of them. There is. Yeah, oh, there he is. He's the fucking 14 seed. They're always like middle of the pack. You know, they usually don't get on. Which I'm still so confused. We've never researched how the fuck that guy was. Who was it? Was it Israel? I think it was. It was Israel because he was at the the battle of the bout at the ballpark. That's, that's where baseball was. Battle of the bulge. Was Israel. <laughs> Is that our, our trivia question? <laughs> yeah. He's like, where did baseball? I'm like, Israel. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. So, Randy, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit because that was one of the questions I was going to ask. Who do you? Who the fuck do you uh, not enjoy? Who do you want to flop? And uh, since you already told me Ironman in regards to that. Um, I don't know why, really. You know. He's not an offensive wrestler. I'm not a big guy on the passive, the counter wrestlers. They're waiting on you to shoot. Like, if he was down by 30 seconds, if I wanted to beat Ironman, get ahead of him, and uh, he, he's never going to shoot on you, almost never. Occasionally he will, but even down with down by two with 30 seconds left, he's not shooting. But, uh, Zach, is there anybody that you uh, do not want to see do well? That sounds so terrible, but... Yeah, that's a tough question because I don't really think about that, but... You know what I'm seeing on here is Keegan O'Toole from uh, O'Toole from Mizzou is 20-0 and 0 with the two-seed at uh, 165. Oh, we talked about that. Yep, well, that's... Sorry, Zach, you how can many, find one oh, now. Good. I, I don't all know. the Mizzou guys sucked us in last year into the, into the point. They all had great records. We all went for it. Mm -hmm. Hook, line, and sinker bought it. And then all of them flopped out. Learn a lesson there, buddy. And that could be the same. So do you think these ASU guys are as good as their records or not? I know the program's on the way up. I, I haven't fucking looked at those. Um, but anyways, I do want to talk, since we're just kind of scrolling through these. Uh, 174, how we talked about Makai Lewis getting the two seed. Yes. Fun. That's a criteria thing that we don't understand. We don't know. We didn't dig deep enough into. But we know that Hayden Hidley, who is the uh, four, beat Mackay in overtime. So. Yeah. I'm. I'm. It's got to be because it's, it's not right. But if you look at Hayden Hidley's record, it's 14 and 2. Then you get Mackie Lewis, who's got a 20 and 1 record. So it's got a lot of, I think, their criteria has to be on records, right? You would think it's a lot mm -hmm. of a plus-minus on your, your wins versus losses. That's the only thing I could think of in that situation. Well, Hidley, when he lost to the number nine guy, I think it was the number nine-ranked guy at the time, yep. he got stuck. Right, yeah, which happens, though. It happens in the sport. But totally redeemed himself by beating Mackie Lewis with a frickin' arm spin in overtime. You go and do this and right. totally redeem yourself. All right, so anyways, now I'm looking at 84. Ryan's favorite guy is Greg Harvey. Why do you think that is? Because he probably looks a whole lot better than I do at 84. Do you think he has a huge cock? I mean, with that name, he would have to. Appreciate it. I mean, yeah, I just think of, like, when I was drinking all the time, Harvey Wallbanger, what would Harvey do? Probably wall bangs. That's what I'm thinking. Well, so here's a good example, though. So NC State's Trent Hidley, 17 and 0, right? So wait, wait, 84. Yeah, he's at 84. He's the three seed. So, um, 
So I guess this can be disproof on the whole record deal. You know what I mean? Because Brooks uh, you is also, You're right. You also have Aaron Brooks and Miles Amin, who lost one match this year. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out. I, I, I'm going to try to research to figure out what the fuck the criteria is. Yeah, we'll know sure. more. We'll know more for next week. Right. Because we'll it, it's that. very confusing to me. So what what uh, weight are you pumped up the most about, Zach? Uh, so the weight that I'm pumped up the most about is 149 for the reason of one of my favorite wrestlers, Yanni Diakmahalas. Um, we haven't seen him wrestle in the NCAAs in now three seasons, two yep. seasons off. So this will be, yeah. So, um, I'm can really, you, he's, he's super exciting. To can watch. you go, can you pronounce his name again? Yanni Diakamahalas. I, I'm not sure that you're pronouncing that right. I think it's Dakapopoulos. Dakapopoulos. That's how Raves has always said it. Going off of Zach, going into that, man, I fucking love watching Yanni because the yeah. dude, dude has a lot of close finals matches, right? And he always finds a way and he does something crazy. Like, what do he do? Fucking cradle Ironman up a couple years ago? Yes, yep. and that was, he was down. Big. Ironman had him in the semis, and at that point in time, um, Ironman was a returning finalist. I thought he got took second the year before. Uh-huh. He and Ironman was doing a lot in international competitions at the time, and he just cradled him the fuck out of nowhere in the last thirty seconds and got it. And that's the yeah. match where he blew out his ACL. Yeah, yeah and, then and we, we on were the fucking wilding down mm-hmm. here. We we thought that was the greatest shit ever because he's a Western New York born and raised boy. So I showed Zach a video today, and I think it was really recent, like maybe last week. Yeah, at it, the, some of the shit that dude pulls off, you're just like, how? You know, right? he pulled off some he, shit. Well, and here's my theory of it. <laughs> like, there, there's a way of training in wrestling where it's just like, and I, I know Penn State does this. They have a, a, a time where, in their practice, it's just you're you're wrestling. Like, there's no, it's not a drill. It's not like it's a, a set move that you have to do. You're just wrestling and getting a feel for it. And that's what Yanni, I think, is is extremely good at. Should we shark it's, drill, Ryan? We could. Sure, but it's just like a feel thing where Yanni knows when he's in a an uncomfortable situation, he's actually comfortable. That I think that's a weird thing with him because he's funk. got so it's much funky expe- as fuck. He's got so much experience because that's he lives and breathes this shit. It's funk on Almost steroids. More than anybody. No, no one can match his fucking uh, his body positions and how, how he uses his weight and his uh, right. leverage and. I don't know what's more more impressive, how his knees bend in all of those situations when he turns around and spins back, or the fact that this is only the first time he's fucked up his knees. Right. You know? First time that but we the know of, the yeah. torn ACLs, I don't need knees to wrestle. Well, I don't know if it's his first time, because didn't he have, maybe it was, it was his elbow or something in high school? Year, it was Spencer Lee, but this year he came out and said he couldn't. Remember he had no knee? Was it the kid last year? He had no knees? And Spencer Lee had none. Then he came out this year and couldn't wrestle. So I had to get yeah. surgery. Yeah, he's getting double knee surgery yeah. or some shit. So, but no, I'm I'm really excited for 149 because we haven't really got to see. I mean, we, he wrestled some world tournaments, but uh, I think he is going to be exciting to watch this year as usual. So, uh, Randy, any weight? What weight are you looking forward to the most? And, and and when I say look forward to it, maybe it's a semis match. Maybe it's just to see how the whole weight plays out. Um, but but looking at these, what are you thinking? I wasn't really that that interested in this one like before like we talked about it like 40 minutes ago but like how you told me that fucking Vito Aruja fucking beat the brakes off of that dude back glory yeah uh, that, glory beat him six to five i think the first time and then he beat the brakes off of him and got a major and 
It's just got me really intrigued because I used to watch Vito, you know, and even in high school, that there's a fucking Arusia. Um, I don't think he could beat Suriano, but if he pulled that nineteen to six or whatever off, who knows? Yeah, Suriano is is going to be a tough match for him, for sure. But you know, Vito that'll be a hell of a. Uh, I think that's going to be a really good semi, though. Pack Laurie and him, if obviously they both make it to the semi, mm-hmm, I think very good be a very good semi. Knowing their that history that you guys just brought up. Yeah, and I think that if Vita were to make the finals, I think between the two of those, I can't say that I've watched Pat Gloria wrestle a lot. I know that Spencer Lee used to kick the shit out of him pretty solidly, but um, I think Vito has a better chance of beating Suriano than Patrick right. Glory does. And here's here's my theory on it, too, is Suriano at this weight kind of got handed a gift with Spencer Lee being out, though. Mm-hmm. So... I think, and, and I, any of these guys too, Vito or even Pac Laurie or any of those dudes, see see the writing on the wall that this is their year. This is the year to get it fucking done. So I think this weight in particular could be interesting. Suriano's like 73. I think he's done after this, right? Well, he's actually just going to turn 25 like a week after right. the tournament. 73. But But let's go back and think about this, right? Remember that Suriano jumped up to 33 to avoid Spencer Lee. Yep. And they traded matches with him and Dayton Fix, and then he pulled it off in the national tournament and beat Fix. And that's a guy who I don't like. I don't not a. Yeah, I know you're I, not, not a, a Dayton guy. Fix Hell of a fan. match, though. For how no, it, it was a good match, but I was glad to see Suriano win it. But my point is, is the 125 weight class is is going to be a dog fight this year. I really do think that because Spencer Lee's not in in this mix. And everybody sees the writing on the wall that this is one of the first years in the past couple years that 125 isn't a for sure thing. Agreed, but I definitely think he cut back down to 125 to avoid that way oh, for oh, sure. For sure, yeah. Um, so for me, um, I honestly think I'm looking forward to the semifinal match from Seabass and Ironman, and that could be interesting, and here's why. Seabass is typically an attacker, and that kind of plays into Ironman's counter-wrestler guy. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, which provides offense, obviously, for Seabass, but Seabass's offense is also going to provide offense for Ironman because he's a counter guy. I, I'm just looking forward to that match for that reason. Sure, that'll be a good one. I mean, hands down, the reason why the NCAAs are so electrifying is even from day one, Thursday morning, uh, is there's so many good matchups, so many good things that could happen that it's exciting to watch every single day of this tournament because anything can happen. You could have a 16 seed like my boy Berg come in and possibly All-American or Bolzik can come in. And, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of this tournament is Fucking well, think most about of it. these dudes are, are good in national class wrestlers. That's why they're here, and anything could happen. I mean, last year we had – uh, an, a very low seed guy come in and do pretty well, right? Well, a couple years ago, Mackie Lewis is the example. He was seeded okay, yeah, number thirteenth. I think he, yeah. at that point in time, he'd only wrestled for like two or three years. Literally won a national title on either freestyle or Greco after only wrestling three years, and then he goes in and goes from thirteenth seed to uh, winning it all. Right? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay, so this question, because this is another way looking at it when I'm scrolling through these and I'm looking forward to, is uh-huh. uh, 157. 
So David Carr was one of the guys who I picked last year to win it. Obviously, from his uh, you know his dad's heritage and his from his dad's loins, <laughs> who was like uh, you know unbelievable champion like crazy. But uh, you're looking at David Carr number one, 21 and 0. You're looking at Ryan Deacon, absolute fucking hammer, second yep. at 13 and 0. And third, you've got New York guy Jacory Teamer from ASU at 19 and 0. Um, that's going to be a good semi matchup, and that's going to be a good finals matchup. For sure, because I like the way Deacon wrestles. I think he's super tough. And of course, David Carr, last year national champ, like you said, his heritage, that kind of stuff. Kids, the real deal. Um, that, that weight class is going to be an interesting one, especially, like you said, in the semis. Um, is that Derek Carr's brother, David Carr? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're cousins. David Carr does actually a different David Carr have a fucking Super Bowl, so I'm just being an idiot. I know. <laughs> we know, Randall. We know. We know. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so I actually got a question for you, Rabes. Yep. Is there anything for sure in this in this tournament? We all know. No. We I all mean, know one. Well, there's one thing for sure. Mm-hmm. I would think the closest thing you can get to for sure is Gable Stevenson. I think we could all agree. If there. he pulls the, you know, I know that this has been, uh, this has happened in Pioneer Wrestling history, and I know we know who it is, but they <laughs> tripped on the mat and fucking broke their arm. <laughs> but I know that. Uh, oh, Derek broke his fucking arm. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were ripping on me because no. I tripped on a mat once it got. Fucking pit. I was one of five to one. <laughs> but I'm talking air, uh, you know, right after and after air fryer. straight out and bought an air fryer. <laughs> air fryers, dude. Hey, we actually could use an air fryer sponsor because mine is sitting over there and I need to clean that cocksucker. It is dirty as yeah, Dude, it's been sitting there since, since we had the sausage in it. Yeah, that was like uh to get it out of here. week four, maybe. Fucking miss I, that I thing. Know. I love it. Okay. Um But no, I I I all agree. I'm gonna come out and say it though. If you're in our competition, fuck you. No, we we like you if you're in our competition house. Fuck, fuck you. Still fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, say classy, I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, and uh, so if you're if you're in our competition, and you take the easy road out and pick Abel Stevenson, I mean I I get it strategy, but. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. Would you wrestle him? Well, I doubled down one year, and I went I away from Raves the was, thing. I thought Raves was going to say, no pick, Gable Stevenson. I would have respected the shit out of you if you did that. Well, now I thought I only about making – I thought I was, I was going to make it no number one. But I thought about that, and I, and I think that there are going to be situations. Jesus. Look at the tits on this chick. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I think there are going to be situations where it it makes more sense to pick somebody other than Gable Stevenson at one. There, you know, because that's the tough thing about this. When you pick right. one guy at one weight, it fucks you up in two, three, four, it five does. other weights. Because you got to think, all right, if I'm not picking Gable Stevenson at the first seat, at my one seed, that means I'm betting it at two eighty five at heavyweight. I got to pick somebody else there. But you know, who else can you guarantee? That's. I mean, there there are people that you can guarantee, but my my point is, is you're not Cassiope's seated number three. He might go up to number two. True. You know that's you. The, but that's the beauty of this because you got to question everything when it comes to your picks. There's no. There's nothing simple about the the picking in in this. Uh, the peaking order. The peaking order. But there's nothing simple or easy about picking 
uh, our NCAA fantasy thing that you created, Rabes, it's it's tough. It's not There's easy. There's one other thing that I might have changed on here, um, and it says every loser has to buy the champion one beer. Probably next year, you're going to have to buy a beer for anybody that finishes in front of you. I'm I'm a gallon of gas. Oh, I love that. That's great. Can't so if afford a gallon if, of gas. I was going to say, if, yeah, you can't do gas, dude. You'll go broke. When I was in PA, on, when I was in PA today, diesel was five forty-five down there. Love <laughs> oh, keep it going, Biden. That's, that's keep cheap. It going, All right, let's idea. not let's not get political. Where'd COVID go though? I'm we'll get wondering. there. We'll we'll <laughs> get there on the next travel. one. But uh, so Rabes, any last uh, words? Well, not even words, but any questions, anything else you want to talk about this wrestling stuff? No, if if you're not, if you're somebody who's listening to the podcast, and and of course we're not the, you know, we're talking a little bit with passion and different stuff like that. So you're seeing a different side from the boys. If you're not somebody who regularly who listens for all the other banter and playful shit and whatever, I appreciate you listening right now. Um, you know, we're gonna have watch it all weekend uh, down here. And, uh, you know, submit your request at uh, 2podcast69 at gmail.com. Hold on. Let me take that back. 2podcast69 at gmail.com. I think we we hit, like, what we needed to hit without completely giving away our picks. So I like that. Raber's picks. I think we accomplished uh, what we needed here. Um, I got one one thing, though. Um, So the deadline, though, for our – just so we can reiterate, deadline is when? It is Wednesday, 316, 316. at midnight. Austin, 316. Before the tournament's over. So, um, If anyone wants to come over here and, uh, you know, watch wrestling matches and maybe suck my dick, let me know. So the, the well, plan is... Who is invited? Who's, whose birthday is it today again? Oh, Ricky. Big Dick Big Rick. Rick, let's celebrate your birthday next weekend. Have you know, with the weekend. boys. Right. It'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. So, uh... And I just want to say, so next week, let's get into our agenda for next week for the pod, because next week we are going to do another one of these special type things, hopefully, for specific NCAA, and we're going to cover what we saw. We're probably going to do one on Saturday after the semis, just before the, uh, well, it'll be a little bit before, just before the, the finals. On Saturday. Mid-afternoon. Mid-afternoon, afternoon delight. And then um, then we might even, uh, if we're not too hammered, might get on the pod after it, and you might hear the boys and how we party after the fact of the NCAAs. <laughs> we'll see, though. Uh, it depends on how hammered we are. We usually get pretty fucking wild down here. There's people bouncing their heads off treadmills. There's people fucking... There's just people Ooh, fucking. Time I got so much up. fucking testosterone. Yeah, hey, hold on a second. I think and it's only week, guys only. We should wrestle or a video of Randall and Kyle wrestle. Oh, we could. We could have. God damn it, Randy. Six hundred pounds of beef on the goddamn floor. Two inches of cotton. I don't know. No they holes in the drywall. No holes in the drywall. Um, so yeah, like Rave said, thanks for listening to this. If you did, um, obviously, if you listen to this, you have some sort of love or some sort of want for love for wrestling. And uh, like I said, we're going to do this same shit next week. Um, so we're going to sign off on this portion. We're going to do – oh, Raves, you got one more thing for One us? more thing. If you're in the contest, we want as many people to, to join the contest as possible. But I, I just want to remind everybody, and I've said this in a lot of episodes in the past, I'm going to fucking beat you. Fuck you. Well, we'll see about that, bud. We're gonna, All right. We're going to tie. <laughs> we're all just going to tie. Everybody's a winner here. Participation trophies. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, 
If you want to listen to our other shit, uh, we're going to do another one in about a minute here after we take a piss break. Um, thanks for listening. The gravy and, train. Well, go Negative fuck yourself. Let's don't, do not. Don't call Steve. Dude, I mean, fuck this goddamn. So long, Johnson. Yeah, Bill's by Billy. 